0: okay coming to you from project neptune for all you listeners our show is about to begin our broadcast i mean in about 10 to 15 seconds i am your host stan peck coming to you from a base far off maybe i'm on neptune maybe i'm not we're about to begin Good evening, at least it's the late evening in my world, how about yours? Are you in the States, perhaps living on the island of Grenada in the Caribbean, or perhaps Europe or Asia, wherever you are? I just bet the good Lord is there with you, isn't he? You may not know it, but he's walking this life with you, however you're walking it. Let's hope it's a pleasant one. Okay, so 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 I want my my podcast today to be a continuance of an idea. Well, I actually thought it was an idea of my own. I I originally did, but I'm reading a book now that's actually saying this idea is not mine. Uh, It's an idea that we actually can you believe this? We have in our capabilities to develop what is called a dirty faith. What's a dirty faith? Well, basically, it's just all that stuff we have believed from birth that possibly is just tradition or gobbledygook that is really not the truth. It's not the truth. You know, I was told growing up that the Baptists weren't saved, for example. You know, I might have even even tried to convert a couple of them. I was told, can you believe this? You shouldn't wear a cross around your neck because Jesus has been resurrected And this is no longer a needed symbol. I was told all kinds of things. If a church, for example, if a church had a piano in their pulpit or in their building, that they are not part of the body of Christ. And you know what? I was rebuked several times for other mentionable things that were in the Bible, but the church said, no, we can't do this. And of course, I was told that the church of Christ is the only church name mentioned in the Bible. So therefore, it is the only true church. Now I want to take a break for a second here. I want to come back to that one. What, what are they saying here? What why would they say that the church of Christ is the only church mentioned in the Bible? Let's go to the scriptures here. Romans 16 16 says this. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ send their greetings. Now, I like this verse. I don't necessarily practice the holy kiss thing, but I definitely will not forbid you from doing so. But this passage, well, if you want to get technical with words, you see the words churches of Christ with churches written with a little C in the Bible, that is. But in the church today, in the denominational world and you know, other churches of Christ, we see mostly in their sign their signs the church is written with a big C. What's the difference? I know that's being very legalistic here, but you know the problem is with the Bible, with the little C written there, that's saying that the body of Christ that Paul's written about is owned by Christ. Christ is the head of the church, and that those churches he talked about were belonging to Christ. He didn't write it with a big C because that would have notated that it was a name. Now, the only name I've seen written about in the Bible that was given to any church, and we'll talk about that in a second, was called The Way. So churches out there, if you're going to be a church of Christ, please use a little C on your signs to denote ownership do not use a big C because, you know, you're just being another denominational name using that. I know you're trying to be non-denominational in your practices, but but anyway, I won't harp on that. Uh, let's look at uh, the scripture that says that the, the church in the Bible was called the way. Acts 9-2. And ask him for letters to the synagogue in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. So we see the sect in Jerusalem that was the church was called the way in the Bible. Okay, I'm ceasing my arguing issues here about this, because it's my, my podcasts are not to be based on issues, but I wanted to bring that up. So whether you call yourself Church of Christ, the way, Baptist, Methodist, whatever you give your name, I just want to note here that you are a Christian if you do repent and believe in the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So there's two things you've got to do, repent and believe. And I'm going to lay belief up to you what that means for you for right now. So how dirty is your faith? Have you examined the scriptures to see if what, oh my goodness, surely surely, what my parents told me was correct, right? Whether Was that right, what they told me, what others have handed down, teachers? pastors, whoever. It says in verse 11 of Acts 17, Now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Now, can you believe this? Paul, an apostle who does signs, wonders, and miracles, albeit, and he has seen Christ, by the way, and someone's not going to believe Paul? Well, the and Jews didn't, unless they saw it for themselves in Scripture. People, 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 go to the Bible for your answers, not your priest, nor pastor, nor your parents. And I'm not telling they can't give you truthful answers, but the Bible is your guide and can verify any premonition, any thought, any false claim, any misrepresentation of the facts, any tradition. And don't we have our traditions, do we? We do have our traditions, don't we? All right. It looks like getting rid of a dirty faith means finding out for ourselves the truth in the Bible. Now, really, we don't like getting rid of long-held convictions, do we? Boy, that's dangerous territory, getting rid of our convictions. I sat in a Bible study one time where the leader of the study was reading the words in red where Christ talked about people holding the traditions of men. So I thought to myself, This guy we're trying to convert here, he was in the Bible study, we were trying to convert him, really needs to hear this. So I started thinking, you know, what gives me the right to convert this guy to my particular brand of religion or my flavor, as one guy I know calls it? That is, unless I analyze what is tradition in my religion and what actual truth I need to follow. I even prayed a prayer one night. I said, Lord, if whatever I'm doing is not the truth, then I want to know and be a part of what is. Now, that's scary stuff, isn't it? I really, I mean, really, can we do this? I'm not asking, telling, or prescribing. Is it possible, though, that we can forget what's been handed down to us and follow other traditions or belief systems that are not ours? Now, I'm not talking here, this is a note, I'm not talking here about stopping believing in Christ. Belief in Christ is the foundation of Christianity, and I want to ask you, I won't ask you to deny or to reconsider that. I'm talking here about denominational stuff or non-denominational stuff. If you've subscribed to non-denominational churches, that is. So before you leave your Methodist Methodist churches, and I'm chuckling here. um, Now, I want to say I grew up in the churches of Christ. And I found out that the grapevine, this is just an example of some traditional stuff that we don't hold on to, but that I've adopted in my life. I found out through the grapevine about prayer rooms in local Methodist churches that were open to the public. I visited those on occasion many years ago because our flavor, I guess, really didn't believe in them or never considered having one. And, you know, I like the idea of taking a break during the day to go to a prayer room, an altar, kneel before my Lord and pray. And, you know, this is not in our traditional stuff in the Churches of Christ. We don't have prayer rooms. We don't have altars. But you know what? I think it was a time for me and my life to change and adopt that. Maybe we can adopt something today that is not part of our tradition. Well, that's about it for the Neptune Project today. Maybe we'll talk Nept next time. And I just want to say to you, before the music begins, you have a wonderful, wonderful day in the Lord, and may the grace of the Lord our God be with you. Thank you.